introduced by the next band to join me, Triumph. So I'm joined right now by uh, John is in Australia and Matthew's here in the studio. Good morning to you both. Howdy. Hey. Hey. <laughs> I hope that's just a really sweet delay because that's just going to make this interview even more exciting uh, than it already is. But he's glad to have you both here. Uh, the, the Computer Man, the difficult sophomore album, album number two. Um, now, it's your first album, um, or your first album was a concept album uh, based on New Zealand's forgotten psychedelic mountaineering past. Um, does Computer Man follow any single line of influence? Is this like maybe based on the epic rise of zero accounting software uh, in New Zealand? Uh, or some, some other, I don't know of any other actual IT successes in this nation. I'm sure there's many, uh, but now that the National Party is out, we won't hear about them. But uh, what do you say, John? Oh, well, um, yeah, I guess it's just about like computers in general and how we love uh, the binary system and also coding. Oh yes, <laughs> and and who doesn't? So it's so the music's all just zeros and ones. Um, essentially, there's no there's no emotion to it, no heart, uh. <laughs> mathematical precision. <laughs> um, now. Uh, Matthew, Computer Man expands on your solid platform of sludge, stone and metal, mm. um, branching out to uh, post-rock, mm. uh, punk, heavy metal. Um, so there's ups and downs uh, to the rhythm of the album, and, mm. but it's kind of like in a cohesive wave, I feel, uh, from song to song. Um, why, why did you shift away from just that straight one-dimensional sound? Not that it was one-dimensional, but, totally. you know, yeah. um, to um, uh, that served you so well on your, on your first record. Yeah, I guess, um, realistically, we don't actually have... It, that implies a lot more planning than probably John and I have, like I think... Um, <laughs> really what we do is we follow the riffs that john makes and so that's why i think there's such a smash smorgasbord of like uh different genres going on there so if he comes up with a punky riff there ends up being kind of a punky song blah 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 that's like just kind of how it rolls so i don't think we consciously decided to do something differently from the first album it just kind of happened accidentally which was good it's just very natural and organic for us i suppose mm -hmm. so uh, john uh, on any given day your mood can influence the riff that comes from your hands to guitar? Yeah, why not? Um, <laughs> mostly, they're like a lot of sad riffs, so I guess maybe I'm sad all the time. Maybe. <laughs> What's Australia doing to your riffs? Um, I don't actually have a guitar here at the moment. I'm sort of sorting that out, so um, it's not, not doing a lot for me. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you would create a lot of like maybe like racist songs or <laughs> maybe a, uh, probably not yeah it'd be, it'd be it'd be good to not do that oh but you are in melbourne might, so might incorporate yeah sorry yeah, it might incorporate a bit of uh a bit of tambourine or something a traditional australian instrument in my, in my next music as, yeah. a, as an influence perhaps oh nice nice some some soft cafe culture um, balance. Maybe an, an Uluru concept album. Oh, mm. that would be amazing. Mm. That would be amazing. Something about climbing and you lot. Um, right. Now, uh, 60 minutes. Uh, I've seen some blog posts uh, point to the length uh, being long, but I was thinking, you know, traditional albums uh, of the same ilk uh, run longer 
uh, or, or around the same amount of time. Do you think that your music out, is outdated for this um, impatient generation? Yes. <laughs> I think uh, just purely because of how streaming services and stuff work, it's actually like, you know, we, depending on the sort of genre you're going for anyway, it probably doesn't affect us and we try not to let it affect us. But realistically, the longer the songs are, the more of a hassle it is for everyone involved. It's harder to play it on the radio. It's harder to cut songs to vinyl. It's harder to do everything. So it's definitely easier if you do shorter songs. But we, again, we just, <laughs> we're kind of stupid. We just do what we want to do. And then afterwards we go, oh no, how are we going to deal with this? How do we deal with this length? Because it's a very unfortunate length for vinyl as well. So we've had to do a double vinyl oh, pressing, yeah. which is expensive <laughs> and annoying and stuff yeah. like that. But it's just, we really don't think about it. We make songs and then afterwards we go, whoa, that feels quite long. And we just thought, yeah, that's that's a 10 minute song. Oh no. <laughs> and we just deal with it, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, it's good that John's over there making that Ameri- uh, those Australian dollars. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, the exchange rate, I think, with the new government is looking quite healthy right mm. now. Uh, so triple vinyl next time. <laughs> Why not? Absolutely, it's up to John, of course. <laughs> yeah, 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 it depends on the riffs. Oh, yeah. it does. It's all on the riffs. <laughs> yeah. Um, this time, uh, once again, uh, John, you worked with Dale Cotton. Um, what does he bring to the table? Uh, Dale, yeah, he's, he brings like a certain craziness that um, me and Matt don't have. <laughs> um, he's a bit of. He's got a bit of like a loose energy that like he was able to impart onto us and mm. he's really good at um i guess like he, he hasn't heard any of the songs before we went in there and started recording them and so he like helped helped us figure out like different parts that maybe only came out during the recording process and mm. and also encouraged us to do do weird stuff like there's, there's one song where uh, we got all these like seagull noises and then ran them through a bunch of delay pedals. So nice. that's one of the things that he sort of taught us to do. Mm-hmm. So did you vote for the Black Bill Gull for New Zealand Bird of the Year? No, I voted Kedudu. Yeah, oh, yes. Such a sheep. <laughs> a sheep that is now going to be attacked it's by the... the a sheep that's now going to be attacked by the Kia, uh, which actually took it out, and they do actually sit on the back of Kias and pick I mean, on sheep yeah. and pick away at them, yeah. which is you know damaging to our economy. So anyone that voted for <laughs> the Kia, you're actually doing uh, a, a lot of damage to New Zealand's reputation. But it's great. That's how you get your your iron, right? You go straight for the liver in that. That's right. It's right. <laughs> quite brutal. Which works out well for uh, your music. So actually, it's mm. just a full circle. Mm. Yeah, total full circle. Um, so, what what go what you, you mentioned before? Um, John will create a riff. You'll create a riff, uh, John. Not a riff between the two of you, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> a guitar one. Uh, and then uh, there will form the, the the basis for a song. Mm-hmm. Um, but when so you go in and you'll record, and then you'll come out. Do, do the songs ever 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 evolve? Because, you know, there are epic instrumental numbers. Do you remember every single part of every track? Um, you know, I, I don't know how, how it works for these uh, big epic pieces of instrumental music, cause, um, especially with just two instruments, because a, a lot of the time you've got maybe a bass line that everybody follows or, or other bits and pieces, so it's cohesive. Are your songs as cohesive uh, and similar every time you play them, or are they ever-evolving? John, it's, it's just oh, it's me. All right, um, yeah, they probably do change actually over time. Mm-hmm. They don't change too much. It's just more like I get bored of playing the the riffs, so I change it a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but then you can't play that new riff uh, that, for a new song. 
Oh, you can. <laughs> Recycle. Yeah, I'll do what I want. <laughs> Fine, you do what you want. Um, now, of course, yeah. the the album is our drive time feature album, so it's up for grabs all week uh, long, and a lot of people have been uh, requesting to win said album, which is which is great. Mm. Um, so that means you know there's a there's a, a fan base out there. Um, Surprising to everyone. Yeah, no, not to us. Radio One Ninety One FM. Plus, we play really long songs too. So awesome. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll play. I know one of your songs is ten minutes long. That's about twenty minutes shorter than our longest song in our playlist. Songs. So you're doing all right. Now, so when you're back, John, because you're not living over there forever, yes, over there for some work, uh, are we going to see maybe um, a few live shows and uh, maybe uh, a tiki tour around the nation? I know you played in Wellington recently. Um, will you be heading off to play anywhere else? Um, that uh, well, we do have one one show planned, um, and that's this uh, festival called Blazed and Confused oh, in yes. Christchurch. Um, I think that that's like the is that the ninth of December? Yeah, that's, something that's like the only that. thing we've got planned. Uh, sort of like sorting out some other stuff, hopefully around that time. And um, I guess there's a general idea to um, maybe play some shows uh, over here as well. Oh, yes. uh, but that would probably be early next year. Mm. Okay, so yeah. Bla- let's talk more about Blazed and Confused. Uh, is that just a pure stoner rock um, festival, or uh, just in, uh, is, there reg- is there reggae? Yeah. Uh, what other uh, kind of music? The stoners. It's like? mostly it's mostly like heavy stuff, yeah. Yeah, heavy heavy doom and and, and sludge and stoner rock. Yeah, there are a lot of um, uh, bands of that ilk around at the moment. Um, well, ones that I guess have a bit more uh, notoriety, and um, you know that kind of sound is becoming a little bit less underground, uh, mm. and coming out to bars. And uh, there's more little festivals being made. We, we just mentioned Wellington, and you went up there to play at a little festival, I believe. So, um, yeah, maybe maybe the time is right for the picking for you two. Yeah, sure. I suppose, like in some ways, like bands like Beast Wars or whatever, kind of trailblazed a little bit. So something like that has um, become a little bit more palatable uh, mm-hmm. for most people who would otherwise just want kind of I don't know power metal or something. I'm not really sure what people want, but anyway, Beast Wars was kind of a little bit popular recently, and so I think it made it a lot more accessible for bands like us to kind of come through. Yeah, it was interesting with, with Beast Wars. Like, uh, they really appealed to the indie kids, and no mm. one ever really kind of knew why. Totally. Yeah. 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 Um, and oh geez and, and of course um, go and buy a t-shirt or whatever you can right now to support Beast Wars uh, yeah. as their front man who is actually one of the nicest human beings I've ever met in mm. all of my days I couldn't believe I was kind of nervous and then all of a sudden he's like oh yeah they, yeah, no, I just hang out with my kids most of the time and my beautiful family <laughs> and all this stuff uh, he's he's um, got non um, non Hodgkin's lymphoma mm. uh, so they're trying to raise money uh, for him you can find out all the details about that online but we love Beast Wars definitely they're an amazing band uh, and, and we love Triumphs as well and Com- Computer Man uh, is uh, a, a triumph in itself if I can uh, you know Ooh, just nice. <laughs> yeah nice. and how, how many radio interviews have you heard that's been said <laughs> with your band uh, but as I said it's a drive time feature album I'd like to thank both of you for being involved in this uh, radio show this morning uh, John uh, I know you're busy over there in Australia so thank you for jumping on the blower at half past seven in the morning yep got to work in the mines yeah, yeah. Going to make that triple vinyl monies, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and... Uh, and um, <laughs> oh, go on. <laughs> uh, I was going to say something about Malcolm Turnbull, but I don't really have anything to back it up with. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I was going. 
<laughs> yeah, he's just at the back in the uh, in the, in the sulphur lake at the back of the mine uh, in a little uh, dinghy drinking his VB. Uh, a la the Simpsons, mm. uh, I believe. Yeah, uh, but yeah, no, no. And I guess dollar redos indeed. And I guess it's good for you because um, you're left New Zealand under a national government. Now you're returned under a progressive uh, anti-immigration party like Labour. I wonder if they'll let you back in. Um, mm. But hopefully not. <laughs> 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 thank you so much and, and Matthew thank you for uh, coming in at least one of you made the effort to come to the studio today um, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. <laughs> thanks for having us yeah, you're more than welcome right uh, let's play uh, Tomb of Christopher Columbus uh, because that's the song that's on the playlist and it's only five minutes long so it's probably your shortest uh, once again thank you so much for coming in and go and win the album on Drive Time tonight the rest of the week you can find the posts online or how to do that uh, you can either win that or uh, Bick Runner's Drive. Um, but yeah, nah, Triumphs. You're on the one. Mm-hmm.